You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The Steelers are two and six. It's fourth down in the Steel City. Colin, this is as bad as it's been to be a Steelers fan since. Fill in the blank. Mark Malone was a quarterback, probably. Son of a gun. Is that fair? I don't know. Uh, for historical perspective, for those um, keeping score at home, that's probably it, right? It seemed bad in 2003, but the Steelers had just come off of an AFC Championship appearance, followed by a divisional round loss to Joe Nenny, the greatest actor slash kicker in American history. And then you get Ben Roethlisberger the year after. Obviously, at the time, you didn't know Ben Roethlisberger was going to walk in and win a couple of Super Bowls. But that's the last time they've had a losing season. And you had had legitimate playoff success right before that. So I think you're probably right. And I guess the bigger question is, where do things go the rest of the year? We can get to where do they go proper? Where yeah. do they go 30,000 feet? But where do they go the rest of the year? And how do we watch this football team? How do we break down this football team the rest of the year? Well, a question to backtrack real quick, though, to reset. Mm-hmm. Was Bobby Boucher the greatest actor slash kicker in American history? More so than Joe Nedney. Great, great point by you. I don't know. It's just I'm throwing it out there. Well, the acting, I think, was the big selling point there. Meanwhile, with Nedney, it was more the The acting was big selling point there. If you ask people from Pittsburgh. Yes, yes, Uh, yes, that jackass. Anyhow, uh, I don't know how you break down this team. I think what you do is you talk about the potential and the pieces moving forward if they get good again and the timeline on getting good again. Uh, I think that's a very real conversation and one that needs to happen here in Pittsburgh and other places, places like, Oh, you're having conversations here in Pittsburgh. Like you have in Chicago and like you haven't, excuse me, like you have in Houston. That's crazy. Like you had in Jacksonville not long ago. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right about that. You think about Khalil Mack being dealt by the Chicago bears just a couple of years ago and the way that that changed their franchise, and they didn't make anything of that, right? They got a couple of first-round picks. We are recording this before the NFL's trade deadline, but I feel really confident in being able to have this conversation because they're not the Steelers going to trade Cam Hayward or anything like that. I would be shocked. And if they do, whatever, burn the episode. But, Colin, I think that they 
should at least have that discussion at the end of the year. Reevaluate where you are at the end of the year and determine. Have a tough conversation where you can be real about your analysis and you consider moving on from a guy like that, what he might be able to bring you back in a trade. I think most guys should be on the table for discussions at the end of the year unless they think that they're a couple of quick fixes away from being a contender again. But why would you not leave every single door open? Cam Hayward's not going to be here when they win a Super Bowl. TJ Watt, I don't know. I'm not trading him just yet, but you get what I'm saying here. Yes. Okay, then here's the conversation. If that's the way we've always done it, is a viable, in their estimation, a viable... um not excuse, but reason to do a lot of things, or in this case, not do a lot of things. If that's the viability and the and the reasoning here, what will it take for that's the way we've always done it to not be a reason internally? It's it's not a reason for people externally. It's not a reason for the fan base. A lot of people are fed up with that line of thinking. A Absolutely. lot of people think it's antiquated. But when they sit down in the office and they write on the board, here's why we're not doing things. It feels like the number one reason why things are done or not done is, well, that's the way we've always done it. What will it take? Will it take two losing seasons in a row? Will it take five? Will it take uh, them being embarrassed back to back? I mean, four straight weeks. What will it take to force that seismic shift and say, you know, maybe we need to, we'll take Kenny Pickett being a bust. Like, what will that take? That I think that's a really good conversation. If, if anything, if anything, we'll take a change in ownership. Yeah, I think at some point along the way, you're going to have somebody who inherits the family business that doesn't see it the way that it used to always be because there's always going to be a rebel. That might be a longer-term conversation. I would think two straight losing years would probably do it. They can almost forgive one, not that they want it to happen, not that they even saw this coming because they didn't. They really didn't. They thought they could be a contender this year. But one losing season, first year without Ben, Kevin Colbert's gone, rookie quarterback, banged up running back. I think they can explain one away. Mm -hmm. Two, that don't happen around here. Two, and you got to change. Now, unfortunately, by that point, you might already have bled out, right? You're putting the tourniquet on too late. But I kind of view that that's the way that they would operate. Two losing seasons, and then you think, boy, where the frig are we? Yeah, uh, that's not enough for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It'd be enough for me. It would take three-plus, I yeah. think. It would take three-plus losing Lead seasons. feet, man. Lead feet. It's, it's a marvel. A marvel at slow-playing reality, I think. But it's what they are. They're two and six. Right. And it's important that this gets brought up. Never before has a two and six team ever come back and made the playoffs. That's because chicken and egg, you probably stink because you're you're two and six. So you stink. Uh, also, math is in the way. So you're not making the playoffs. In fairness, it's always been 16 games, too, right? I mean. You know outside what? Outside of gonna, one chance. They're going to make it because they get the extra game this well, year. I'm just saying, just, just I know, I, I don't think they're ever going to make it, but it's one less game, but continue. Just because it's something that's never happened, I would love for them not to outwardly say this because they're not going to do that, 
but to at least look in the mirror internally and go, you know what? We are not going to make it. And it's fine that we acknowledge that now. And not that you got to throw everything out, but guys like Jalen Warren, who are clearly better than the person starting in front of them, at least at this point, need to get more burn. George Pickens, zero catches on Sunday. And the Eagles are good. Fine. Zero catches ain't enough. They need to look at what they are and understand what they are and acknowledge we are not going to make the playoffs again, at least internally and do what they can to insulate Kenny Pickett. And I think you do that by running the ball better and you can do that maybe with Jalen Warren. I'd like to find out. And George Pickens going to be a big part of this future. Get those guys going. Cause now it can't be, Oh, we might No, you're not, you're not making it. So let's figure some stuff out here because you got tough decisions to make this off season. You can use this time now to help start you out a little bit. You know what conversation I'm back to that I can't get away from that falls right in line with this? I hate to have this one, but it is a very real one. If the trajectory continues along this path, and the path is flat as someone that came in DOA, if that's the trajectory that this season continues on, Adam, and that would merit maybe 4-13, and Mm-hmm. There's no way I can find a mathematical equation where four and thirteen equals a good Kenny Pickett season. I just I can't. So I think we're back to four and thirteen equals not a good Kenny Pickett season equals four and thirteen equals top five pick. Um, do you really have to look into a quarterback? And also, what is the what is the positive and negative between a top five pick and trading back and maybe the 11th pick in the 18th pick? Let's get into that coming up next, Colin, on fourth down in the Steel City. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth down in the Steel City. Would you rather have a top five pick or the 11th and 18th, right? That's where you're going ish, right? 11th, 18th. And there's also an asterisk with that top five pick. If you have a top five pick, Mm-hmm. It can't mean Kenny Pickett had a great season. So, if you have a top five pick and you look at Kenny and you say it's not salvageable, obviously yeah. you keep that pick. If you will go four and 13 and you see a lot out of Kenny, but your defense got banged up or other hypothetical things happened and he actually looked okay, but you still suck that bad everywhere else, I would move back. I would absolutely move back because we talked about it today on the Fan Morning Show. 
they need a left tackle in the worst way. My guy, this number astounded me. Dan Moore Jr. gave up nine pressures on Sunday. Nine. Kenny Pickett dropped back to pass like 44 times. Nine of those times, Dan there Moore guys, Jr. got crushed. I mean this. There are guys. Now, they would have to be Pro Bowl guys, all pro guys. If I put an all pro guy out there and he didn't know some of the plays or misheard them, I bet he'd still be able to fight and not give up nine hurries. Yes. Nine pressure. I, yes. I'm dead on serious yes. about that. Yes. Yes. And he would just be able to wing it and not lose nine times. I that swear n- to that God. That number is astronomical. <laughs> I mean,. And I liked him coming into this year as somebody who showed improvement at the end of last year. Maybe he could be the right tackle of the future. That's what I thought. I I don't think I'm there anymore. So if you could trade back, I can't believe it's November friggin' 1st that we're talking draft. I would try to get a left tackle with like the 10th or 11th pick. Right. And then in this hypothetical, they're secondary. You got Minka. He was not great on Sunday, but he's a good player. You got Minka and you got nothing. Akella Witherspoon blows. That guy is not good. Levi Wallace was a try-hard guy who busted his ass to make it at Bama, who busted his ass to make it into the NFL, and that's pretty cool. But that doesn't mean you can cover the Jamar Chases of the world, for God's sake. So if in an ideal world I could move back – okay, let me rephrase it. In my ideal world, yes, you, you suck enough, but Kenny Pickett's good enough that you go, okay, he's the franchise guy. Then I would trade back. I would take a tackle and a corner. That would be my ideal world. You got your quarterback, tackle, corner, what say you? Yeah. Um, you make a convincing argument if, in fact, you feel like you have your quarterback. I, I'm i not sold anymore, Colin. I, I don't know that I ever was sold. I've always believed that he could be the guy. Because you don't listen to me. Because you don't listen to me. Because I said that there was no true evaluation on Kenny Pickett that can be done in a small sample. I know. It has to be this whole year. You have to see him. You can't get too high with the high games. You can't get too low with the low games. You have what to if, go ahead. What and if a, it's all been low? Well, then you let it play. What? If, okay. What if he plays? What if he throws for 320 yards the last three games of the season? I'm back in. In, in 12 touchdowns. And no interceptions. Right. You know, you're right. It has to play all the way out. You have to see him as a leader of guys for a 12 game. Yeah. It's a 12 game sample. It's not been good to this point. And that's why for me, I'm not ready to bench him. I'm not ready to anoint him. I'm I'm ready to get to the offseason oh. and say, all right, now what? My man, I, I don't care what happens the rest of the year. He's playing every flipping snap. Yes. Every snap. And you and I were on the same page going back to uh, concussion gate with Kenny Pickett where, you know, I think we both would have truly considered going back to Mitch Trubisky when your season was still in the balance and Mitch Trubisky had played the best quarter and a half of football that we've seen a Steelers quarterback play this year. But at this point, again, two and six team has never made the playoffs. It's time to say bye-bye to your hopes and dreams. And you've now attached your hopes and dreams to Kenny Pickett and finding out whether or not he's your franchise man which is another reason why I would play Jalen Warren a lot more than they're playing Jalen Warren right now. You look at the best running backs in football and their yards per carry numbers. Jalen Warren's right there, small sample with him, but right there with those guys, I want to see if it holds over a bigger sample. And 
I don't want Kenny Pickett to drop back and throw the ball 45, 52, and 38 times a game. That's not going to help him. You need him to throw in situations where it's conducive to throw. And sometimes that means coming out doing that fine. I've even argued so much. But you can't have him throw the ball 50 times a game behind that offensive line and expect that he is going to grow. Will Najee Harris get his 50-year option picked up? Nope. You know that that's a decision that's going to be needed to be made at the end of next year, right? I know. We're coming up quick on that. Um, and if we were Najee Harris, it wouldn't seem that quick because we wouldn't be able to hit that hole. That's a bad joke, a swing and a miss. But no, he's man. At this point, he—it's not only is he not the best running back on the team, he's not a good NFL running back right he's now. He's only got twenty-five games. I suck at math, but he's got like twenty-five games to prove if he's a long-term guy here, right? Yeah. Uh if you think of it in those terms, mm-hmm. he really – the clock is ticking on Najee Harris. I know that sounds nuts that people are like, oh, he's just in his second year. And, oh, he's coming off of injury. The clock ticks on these guys by virtue of the contract, and especially at a skill position where the salary is really going to jump, right? Well, it's why it's why the Steelers never should have drafted him in the first right, round in the first man. place. I mean, when you – when you draft even a first round running back, you're th- you're thinking if you are a realistic general manager, front office personnel executive, okay, we've got him for five years max if you take him in the first round. But you also know running backs get hurt. He's been hurt this year, and I do think that that has something to do with his struggles. Maybe that's the majority of the struggles. I'm not a doctor. I can't feel what his pain is, right? You're talking about a fifth of his Pittsburgh Steelers career being ruined by injury. Bang, right off the shoot. Right off the shoot. And and your one didn't even matter because they sucked so bad, it didn't matter how well they ran the ball. Right. It just an absolute waste. An absolute waste. And here we are. This is a guy that's getting played ahead of Jalen Warren because he was a first-round pick. The Steelers are prioritizing that first-round pick right now over the first-round quarterback. Because if you cared more about the first-round quarterback, who is your franchise until we're told differently, you would actually go with Jalen Warren because he might be able to help you run the ball. It's a it's a joke. It's a disaster. It irritates me, man. Jeez. Goose rubber. Goose rubber. Are you ready rubber. for some quick hitters coming up next? Yeah, and we can play a game where you ask me questions really quickly. Oh, yeah, that's the same thing. Hmm. Oh, we're going to yeah. do some whippets. Fourth down in the Steel City. Continue next. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your host Adam Crawley and Colin. Can't believe it's November. I can't believe it's November. And it feels like it Man. feels like July, twenty. No, it feels like August fourth of the pirate season. Is it going to get to the point where like it's December eighteenth and we're breaking down a late That's season my game? Congratulations! Well, it hasn't happened yet, but thanks. I don't know. Man, just a reaction. Looking forward to it. I, uh, I know what I'm going to get you. I lump think, of coal. <laughs> I do wonder. Let's say whatever game it is around that time. The, the, the game before the Raiders game that they're playing on Christmas Eve. Do we do we do the thing where we, well, why did the Steelers punt from the 45? Or, ooh, they should have run a pass on that 
third down and goal play. Like, do we do we still break the games down? What do we do? Certainly. Okay. Certainly. I just hope that that fellow from uh, Georgia Tech still isn't the punter by that point. You want Presley Harvin gone, huh? I'll say this. Listen. Um, personal hardships aside, which were very real personal hardships yeah. last year. The guy, the other fella came in, Waitman, and was better in the small sample size that he had than Harvin had in every opportunity he had last year. He tr- Corliss Waitman was better in the chances he had than Presley Harvin. He just wanted, he was a, he was, and if you came in, say you came in and you were a kicker and you were phenomenal, or if you were a receiver, phenomenal, like, Jalen Warren made the team because he had limited opportunities, but he was better than people they thought were going to make the team. Why is it that Gunnar Olszewski can fumble a couple of times and he gets benched, but it just doesn't seem like they're okay with doing that with anybody else? I guess it happened with Akella Witherspoon. Akella Witherspoon got benched. James Pierre played okay in the second half against But he AJ got benched Brown. for a guy that previously got benched. So, right. So, it's, <laughs> right. I, I just – I don't understand why Najee Harris can't get benched. I don't understand why Mark Robinson can't get put into the lineup. I don't understand how George Pickens doesn't get pushed to the top of the depth chart. I don't understand any of these things. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me when with Gunnar Olszewski, who got paid $2.1 million on special teams, you might as well be paying him TJ Watt money relative to the position he's playing. And he gets to be benched after a couple of fumbles. But these other guys, their performance doesn't dictate. I don't know, man. There's so much about this franchise right now that just doesn't make any sense to me. And the one fella, he's got a 31-yard punt every game in him. Every game you can count on that 31-yard punt. Yeah, I forgot who we were even talking about. My man, Presley Harvin. You know how I know Presley Harvin isn't good? Every single game, there's a punt in which the camera outtracks the ball and it has to go back. Like it's further and then it has to go it has to revert back towards the original scrimmage line. <laughs> do you think referees hate whenever they have or line judges hate whenever they have to do his games? Because they have to run down the line. And let's let's be honest. No line judge in NFL history has ever actually known where a ball goes. Well, they out just about. guess. They're looking You're and they're just walking. <laughs> and the whole stadium and the whole television audience is watching you walk and half half it, it, this is this is very polarizing. Half of the fan base and half of the stands or half of the sidelines are going, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. The other half are going, freaking stop, stop. <laughs> Did and, you see that referee in the high school game that moved the ball? Total take. In on it. He was on the take. 100%. Absolutely. Had to be. Had to be. I've never seen that in my life. And the chain. Not just the ball. He grabbed the chain. He moved the chain back and moved the ball forward. Guys, all right, you ready for quick hitters? I am. Here we go. Uh, you can answer 10, 15 words tops, but make it quick. The best helmets in the NFC North are what Vikings. teams? Green Bay or Chicago? Who has better helmets? Chicago. All right. Will Giselle ever be married again? Yes. Will Tom Brady ever be married again? Yes. Will Antonio Brown ever compete in any professional athletics again? He's going to box a Paul brother. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah, I would pay for that. The best D 
defensive player in football right now is who? Micah Parsons. Okay. The best receiver in the NFL right now is who? Tough not to say A.J. Brown. There you go. The second best coach in the NFL right now is who? Sean McVay. Is Sirianni your best? Andy Reid's my best. There we go. One college player you've seen this year you think will be a surefire great pro. I forget his name now because I was just hammered all weekend. Number one, the wide receiver for TCU is an absolute freakazoid. There we go. Freakazoid, TCU. Mm-hmm. Fort Worth is uh, is Canton bound. I like Frog. it. One college program not named Pitt that you absolutely dislike and why? Penn State's too easy. I'll tell you who I don't like is Texas Tech. They beat the, they beat West Virginia every year, and they're they're a gimmicky program. Colin, this is the one I'm expanding on. Okay. Throw the ball 57 times again. They've been doing it forever. Leach, and now this guy. I don't even remember what the coach's name is. Something Ryan McGuire, Andy McGuire, Tommy McGuire. I don't know. All they do is throw, and they've done it for years, and we can't beat them, Colin. We can't. Got it. Best college logo is what school? I I love Clemson's. Oh, simple, simple. It's just a paw. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, paw. One NFL stadium you haven't visited that you'd like to is what and why? Never been to Lambeau. Got to get up there for the old tradition, Colin. Can I answer my own question? I'd like to go to Seattle. And I'd, I don't know why. You want to see Gino? Eugene, sir. Um, E-U yes. period E-U Smith. period Smith. Uh, the... I thought of this one too. One job on the field you'd like to have during a game is what? In college, I held those parab mics. It wasn't fun. No. So security wouldn't be bad. Uh huh. You stand there, you watch the crowd the whole game. I kind of do that anyway. I'd like to be the start of drive down marker guy where you just never move. You're all every, all the actions. <sighs> that guy, that guy's great. That guy's the G. He just chills. Would you take kickers out of football if you could? No. Okay. Fair enough. How that rude of you. No, there are some people that are very that are pushing for that. They don't want kickers I in the know. game. They don't. You um, know, it might help the Steelers. This Boswell's a slag. When he's out there. Um, all right. A I got a couple more. I had a couple more in my brain. Uh, one coach. That you that would yell at you and you would laugh at. <laughs> Who was I watching this weekend that killed me? If they yelled, it would kill me. Who's oh, Jim Tom Sula? Remember Tom Sula? Oh yeah, I, I, if Pittsburgh, if Tom Sula yelled at me, I'd laugh. Okay, the one guy, if you were a legitimate NFL player, linebacker. One guy in the league you wouldn't want to tackle who potentially could carry the ball or catch the football. I think it'd be Saquon for me. Ooh, Der- okay. Derrick Henry might be the easy answer because he's a bowling ball. Saquon has those legs, but he also gets up to full speed faster. 
Yeah, I'll go Saquon. Yeah, I like those videos of him squatting 7,200 pounds. Jesus. I wouldn't want to tackle Josh Allen either. He'd be up there. Nice call. I like it. Just a few more um, as we go. Breadsticks with pizza, yes or no? No, too much bread. Soft or hard shell taco? Sophie's Choice, mother bleeper. Soft. Soft. One stadium uh, concession that you have to have when you go in. I always get the foot-long dog with the peppers. Oh, I don't do peppers. I like the mustard, but great call. Do you own a foam finger and or a terrible towel? I own multiple terrible towels. Yes. Okay. Like foam it? Finger. Foam finger. Flip, club, fl- flip cup, do you play? Yes. I'm not bad. Not bad at flip cup calling. Okay. And just a couple more. If you could take one NFL player, have lunch, coffee, whatever, an hour with him, and just pick his brain, who would that be? Aaron Rodgers. You know, I hate to say it, but it's probably the same for me. Last one. The most overrated player in the National Football League is who? Man, it might be the same answer for me. Like, I know know he's so physically gifted, but my man's in the NFC Championship game every year. How about you win a couple? How about you go back to a Super Bowl, Mr. Talent? Mr. Ayahuasca, what do you call it? The drug? I don't know. Look at my eyes. Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Yeah. My eyes are like going. That's okay. Uh, Go with it. Sleepy. So you think that he is? uh, You think that he's overrated? Yeah, I do. I know people kill you now anymore for saying, "Oh, wins are a quarterback stat." But when you are that overwhelmingly better physically than just about anybody who's ever played, Mm -hmm. and you continue to be at have NFC championships at a place which is supposedly one of the hardest places ever to win. In the postseason. Remember Michael Vick when they won in 2001? They had never lost a home playoff game or something right. like that. Now this guy loses playoff games all the time. So, yeah, I think he's I think he's overrated. Who do you got there for that one? Did you have one in that, mind? Yeah, I think it's that Smurf Kyler Murray who's decidedly average. He doesn't do his homework either. Nope. He fits in with the Steelers, according to Kenny Pickett. There we go. It's been a wonderful episode. Did you like this quick hitter segment? Yeah, I didn't have to do anything. But you did, the answer. It was all in your gourd. It was. It was up in my in my cranium, my noodle. <laughs> Let's go. What's rattling around in the noodle on Friday? You'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah, right here at the cabana. Yes, we will break down the bye week. That could be fun. It will be fun. Goodbye, Colin. Goodbye. Bye for Goodbye, now. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs>